Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Great day. I hope everyone is, is having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. Uh, I am Rich Wall Street Williams. I'm the Chief People Officer for uh, Momentum Consulting. We are a full consulting service in Rockville, Maryland. We specialize in sales training, executive level coaching, and business strategy planning. And I am really excited that my good friend, Miss Shamia Lee, has set this up for us uh, this morning. I see that there are two people logged on and, and it's and it's my custom. Uh, we, we're just gonna jump right into this, uh, what I got planned for today. Before I get into what um, we wanna share, um, just you know the two that have logged on at this moment, the few people that logged on at this moment, take me, take just, Take like 30 or 40 seconds. Tell me who you are, where you're from, and how long have you been in real estate? So just go ahead and unmute yourself. Who you are, where you're from. And in other words, if you sell in a Baltimore metro area, et cetera, et cetera. Who you are, where you're from, and how long have you been in real estate? Okay. Hello. I'll go first. Um, okay. My name is Brittany Clark. I am with Clark Premier Realty Group in Atlanta, Maryland. Um, I primarily service Prince George's County, Maryland, um, and D.C., but I do all of Maryland and D.C. Okay. Um, I've been licensed for, this is actually my seventh year coming up next month. So Okay, good. Thank you so much, uh, Miss Brittany, for being on this morning. Who else is on? Where, who you are, where you're from, and how long have you been in real estate? Good morning. I'm D Massey. I'm also from Clark Premier Realty Group. Um uh -huh. and I service the DMV area as well. And I have my license for six years. Six years. So 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 that you know, in real estate, if you've been in real estate longer than 90 days, you're considered a veteran. So <laughs> the time in real estate is short, right? So I really appreciate you um, you know taking time out um, this morning to be on this. Uh, like I said, this is something that Shamia and I talked about some time ago. She has some realtors that she connects with and, and we put it out there um, as related to, prevent, to, to providing this environment. Now, I don't know um, if either of you have been on some of the earlier sessions or not. And, and what this is, this mini bootcamp is a, is a portion of uh, of the sales training that I've done. I've, 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 got introduced to sales in 2000. Actually, I started in 1998, but in 2002, I got a real estate license uh, in York, Pennsylvania. I moved to the DC metro area about 14 years ago, got a Maryland license, a DC license. And I, I discovered my first year in real estate, there are a few things that we can do that's going to create super, super success in a short period of time. I don't subscribe to, you gotta, it has to be an arduous task. You have to be in it. For a long time to see success, I don't. I I have never subscribed to that. Uh, my success has never subscribed to that. And people that I know um, that are using some of the principles that I've shared, they don't subscribe to that as well. Uh, so let's get right into this fourth and final. We call it the mini boot camp, and the mini boot camp is designed to create maximum results in minimum time. The where I learned some of the principles that I've shared is, it, I guess this was somewhere around. 2008, 2009, not sure how many how many years ago that is, what is that, like 15 years or so ago, 
Uh, I'm traveling. I'm traveling from New York to North Carolina. I'm doing sales training. I'm connecting with realtors, helping them scale up their businesses and selling real estate at the same time. And and so um, my wife noticed that my real estate business was dying. In other words, when I was, she was the one on the financial side. And so when we close deals, you know, she's the one that's taking the money appropriate and all that kind of good stuff. And she she said, hey, Rich, you know, it's been a while since you closed a deal in real estate. And I'm like, wow, you're right. And and it happened because I stopped doing the things that I knew to do to create success. And so immediately when I saw that, I, I said, okay, I'm going to slow down this traveling and speaking and training. I want to focus on my real estate business. When I did that in about 72 or 78 days, I put over $2 million in inventory. And listen, I'm not the sharpest saw. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. But there are certain principles that you and I do that's going to help create that. And one of the principles is we got to frame our mind for success. We have to frame our mind for success. So this is something I told myself at the very beginning of my real estate career. I told myself I'm the CEO of a multi-million dollar real estate company. Now, that's before I closed any deals. As a matter of fact, I don't think I, I think I've only closed about one deal. And I decided on every email and my signature, it said Rich Williams, top producer. I started telling people I was top producer because I saw myself as a top producer. First year in real estate, I went from being number 55 in the office to the top three. I missed being rookie of the year by like one or two transact, one or two transactions, right? But you got to frame your mind for this kind of success that I've been talking about over the past three weeks. You got to say, I am the I am the CEO of a multi-million dollar real estate. Look, uh, I, I am the CEO of a multi-million dollar real estate company. So why don't we say that together? Let, let's say these three frame mindset uh, uh, affirmations for success. Let's just say, we'll, we'll say I'm the CEO of a multi-million dollar real estate company. We're going to say I always win because winning is what I do. And we're going to say I am totally dominating my market. Are, are you with me? You're ready for this? Now you got to unmute yourself and you got to jump yes. in this. And, and you got to bring your energy up because- I'm a category five hurricane. I start at 150 <laughs> miles an hour and I usually go to 300 miles an hour, right? So are you ready? I'll count it down. Three, two, one, let's go. I am the, I am the CEO, CEO of a multi-million dollar real estate company. Number two, I always, always win, win because, because winning, winning is, what, is I what I do. Number three, I am I totally dominating my market. <laughs> Baby. I don't know about you. <laughs> I felt like going out and listing another three or four homes right now. <laughs> but we got a frame of mind for success. So here's what we're going to spend our time on today. I share what's referred to as a weekly make it happen. Everyone should have received a copy of the weekly make it happen. It is a focus tool. This is how you focus your success over the next 30, 60, 90 days. You have to, and if you don't have a copy of that weekly make it happen, um, tool or document, just let me know and I'll make sure I send it out again. So you got to have that weekly make it happen. You got to look at the weekly make it happen. And you got every day you have to track your success with the weekly make it happen. All right, uh, let me just pause here for a minute. Are you familiar? Uh, um, do you have a copy of the weekly make it happen? Did you receive a copy? Let me just say that. Have you received a copy of the weekly Make It Happen? I think I, I did. did. I'm going to check my email. Okay. Both of you said you, you did. You think you did? 
I I know I did. Um, I'm just trying to pull it up. Okay. Well, let, let me do this real quick. Let me let me just go pull it up. Um, that way we're all on the same page as it relates to um, how this because I, I you know this is probably probably I got two or three things that I call a go to. Like I haven't been. I, I put my real estate license in, in referral. Uh, the beginning of this year, actually near the end of last year, DC, Maryland, they're in referral. Um, I guarantee you this, and I may do it and do document it, that I could I could pull my my DC license and Maryland license out before the end of this year, and going into January, I'll have houses in the inventory. I, and I and I and, and I'm saying that, and and, it's, and and hopefully you can hear the 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 passion that I have. I'm not just saying this, um, because I, I, I'm into tooting my own horn. You know, I hope that ter that terminology makes sense. I I'm, I'm saying it because it it's, it it's said with um, confidence. You know, here's a difference I've learned. Here's a difference between confidence and cockiness. Cockiness is having success one time and you talk about it. Confidence is having success over and over again and others talk about it. Does that make sense? So, so we gotta have um you have to have some level of confidence in what we do. And I'm, I'm let me just go log in here real quick, see if I can pull my copy up to put on the screen. Uh if not, I'll make sure I send it out to you uh at the end of the at the end of this call. It is a great, great uh focus. Let me see. Let me focus on this for a second. Success sheets. Uh, okay, there it is. All right, I'm gonna pull it up on the screen here so that everyone can see it. And I, I'm telling you without shadow of a doubt, this is like uh, my my go-to type of focus tool. Uh, okay. You, you see it on the screen? Yes, it is. You, you do see it? Okay. Yes. So this tool right here, this is my go-to. Let me make a little bigger here. This is my go-to uh, type of tool. My go-to type of tool. Uh, let's do the page one. This is the weekly make it happen. Here's how you, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, this is how you're going to create measurable success in the next 45, 60, 75 days, maybe 90 you got to have, you have to say, on the left side of the top, the week of whatever week it is, how many expires do I plan to reach out to if that's your thing? You can change it. It's a Word document. You can take out expires and put in buyers or whatever, right? So how many expired listings do I plan to, do I plan to reach out to and how many have I actually reached out to? This is how you do it. How many uh, for sale by owners? Um, do I plan to reach out to and how many have I actually done it? Uh, how many open houses do I plan to do and how many have I? There was an agent I met four four years ago, five years ago. She was new in real estate. She said, my strategy, I'm going to do as many open houses as possible. Her first year in real estate, she did like 102, real, uh, 102 open houses. That's literally doing two open houses on average, two open houses a week. At the end of her first year in real estate, she closed 60 one transactions 
Now, to me, that's super impressive. She went from zero to multi-million dollar producer one year because she focused in on a plan. So this, what I'm showing you right now, this is simply a focus tool. This is simply a tool um, that you and I use to help keep us focused on doing the things that we said we were going to do. How many hours of prospecting? How many hours of marketing negotiation? We're going to talk a little bit about marketing today. How many listing presentations did I do? I plan to do. How many? You know, how long am I practicing my scripts and et cetera? You know, it's amazing that that the number of top performing. Um, not top performing, that the number of agents in real estate don't invest at least 10 or 15 minutes a week um, on sharpening their skills. So that's the week we make it happen. You have to use it. So here's the first thing. Today we were talking about the champion's diet. What is the champion's diet? This right here, ladies, this is the champion's diet. This is what I did, a minimum uh, I did this very, very focused, very detailed oriented, very laser beam um, focused on objectives and activity activities. This is what I did. I was in the office three days, three days, three days a week in the office. Um, I say on here, start at 10 a.m., but actually I was in the office at 730 a.m., eight o'clock. I'm going through emails, nine o'clock. I'm on the phone. I'm prospecting. You do, you know, 10 works for you. But for me, I'm I'm starting as early as possible. And I found out that people don't like to be called before nine o'clock in the morning. So, but I'm in the office. You got to be, if you're, if you're serious about having super success, I'm talking about, we got 93 days left in 2023. I'm telling you beyond any shadow of a doubt that you can have super success by simply doing these three things, three days in the office, start at 10 o'clock and focus on setting appointments. What kind of appointment, buyers or seller, whatever, wherever, whatever area you want to expand in your business. Now, me, I love working with sellers far more than I like working with buyers. I just love working with sellers more than I, than I um, work with buyers. But this is how you do it. In the office three days a week, start at 10 o'clock. And my goal was I wasn't going to stop making my phone calls and prospecting until I set at least two appointments. That was my goal. Until I set it at least two appointments. And But you got to focus on lead generation first. You have to establish lead generation behavior first. Lead generation, a combination of two things is prospecting, seeking customers, marketing, attracting customers. Two different mindset two different behaviors, two different mindsets, um, two different outcomes. Lead generation cycle of success. I'm going to seek customers. I'm going to extract the information and then I'm going to feed the information to my database. I'm going to seek customers. I'm going to extract information from the customers and then I'm going to load that information to my database. That's it. In the office, 10 a.m., making phone calls, set, a pro set appointments. That's it. I'm telling you, if for the next 30 days you did those three things, I am promising you don't even have to be skilled at dialogue and script. You can fumble your way through. I was doing a training in New York one time, and this guy, he 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 uh, he 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 had a thick Italian accent, and I said, okay, here's the here's the goal. We're going to go out. We're going to prospect, and here's how you work with for sale by owners, right? Because uh, I was sharing with them an 80 how to have an 85 success. 85% success rate of setting the appointment and how to be 77% accurate of getting that listing, right? So I'm sharing this with them and, and he 
So we're role playing the script. He he then gets on the phone and start making phone calls. I'm walking around the class. I'm listening to agents make phone call, and I hear him in the back. He said, uh, "Hello, are you a fizzbo or what?" <laughs> that's literally what he said. He said, "I'm a coming over." I said, "Like, dude, that's not that's not the script. What what are you?" He did that so often that he sold fifty. He listed fifty for sale by owners that year. So you don't have to be you don't have to be great to get started, but you do have to start. To be great. If that makes sense, I want you to drop a one in the chat. If that makes sense, drop a one in the chat. So you got to have this lead generation cycle. Lead generation, thank you so much. I appreciate that one. Lead generation cycle, marketing versus prospecting. The truth is, if I want to grow my business the next 93 days, because we got 93 days left in 2023, if I'm going to grow my business the next 93 days, that means I'm going to focus more on prospecting than I am on marketing. Marketing is attracting customers. Marketing is what we post on Instagram, what we put on Facebook, the TikTok videos, et cetera. That's all fine and great, but my focus is getting buyers or sellers in the pipeline. Next 90 days, prospecting more and understand the meaning of no. When someone tells me no, I hear them saying, not now. I put them in a database and then I, once a month, send them something. I set up a 36 by 12 prospecting email campaign, et cetera, so I can close that business. But you got to schedule time for prospecting. If you're going to be in the office three days a week, at least three days a week, shock your broker. Hey, I haven't seen you in the office in a while. <laughs> right? Schedule time for prospecting. Lead generation is the most critical activity. So scheduling and protecting that time is imperative. No one interrupts your lead generation. Why? Because lead generation is the lifeblood of your business. When I was traveling, I wasn't focused on lead generation. Subsequently, my, my business began to dwindle down to just one or two listings. 90 days, I'm in the office, I'm prospecting. I got in the office at 7.30 as opposed to 10 a.m. I'm set up, 9 o'clock, I was hitting the phone. I was making phone calls. I was prospecting. I was introducing myself. I was doing open houses. And then 90 days, boom, two over $2.5 million in inventory, average sale price, 175000 That's a different market, right? The average sale price. Imagine that for you, average sale price in your market, 400000 450000 Imagine what your January 2024 would look like if you put $3 million of inventory by the end of this year, right? You have a different year. Your 2024 was start strong. So we end strong so that we can, um, we end strong, we start strong so that we can end strong. That's the point that I'm trying to make, right? That's where, we're, that's, that's, that's the process. Now, let me do this. Um, I, I, I say a lot about prospecting, um, but let, let me show you, uh, let, let's get into a little bit on the weeds on that uh, and, and what that looks like, right? Um, what does um, that prospecting, that time that we are generating business, you know, what does that look like, right? So if, we're, if I'm, going to, I'm going to be in the office, right? I'm going to be... Um, doing some lead generation, I'm going to be uh, prospecting. So what does that look like, right? And 
what that looks like is how do we get results? How do we get those results that we're looking for um, from our prospecting activity? Let me do this. Let me just pause and let me hear from you. Let me just pause and let me hear from you. Um, what are some of the challenges you face when it comes to prospecting? It's okay. We we got time to chat. We got a nice uh, intimate group this morning. What are some of the challenges you face uh, when you set out to, to, to prospect? What are some challenges? Let's, let's, let's talk about it a little bit. Maybe you don't have any challenges. <laughs> Well, let me ask, let me ask this question. Um, and, and, you know, this is like Vegas. What's said in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> you hopefully your broker is, isn't on the call. Um, let me ask you this way and you can chat right in the chat or you can unmute yourself and, and you can talk uh, to me. Do you have time scheduled for prospecting? Is it on your calendar? So it's not on my calendar. I have been, I've been better at prospect prospecting. Mm -hmm. However, um, it's not as consistent as I would like. I okay. did like when you mentioned the difference between marketing and prospecting, because mm -hmm. a lot of times I confuse the two. Um, okay. And then when I am prospecting, I think a lot of times it's just the nervousness of what am I saying? What am I calling, calling this person about? Or how should I oh. reach out to them? And that sort of thing. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing that. Anyone else? Yeah, I just want to piggyback on what Brittany said. Um, you know, marketing would be um, something that I do more, so I need to cut that back mm -hmm. some and do some more prospecting. But I think my biggest thing is, you know, once I start doing it and we get the, the nose, you know, it can be discouraging sometimes. It can be. Yeah, I I, I, so I I need to get over the no. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because you know, he, here's how I got over the no. That I got over the no because I realized that they're not really je rejecting me; they're rejecting a proposal to an idea. They're not rejecting me; they're rejecting a proposal uh, to an idea, right? Um, so, what does that look like? So, let, let me show you something here. Uh, I shared this the other week, and um, it, it 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 is um it is very helpful as it relates to when we're prospecting and uh you know you mentioned about um being confident about what you share. Can you see my screen? You see 85% success with Fizzball? Do you see that? No, not um, it's loading. It's loading. Oh, it's loading. Okay. Let me let me go back, refresh it, try it again. All right. How about now? Still loading. Still loading. What is going on? All right. Your screen sharing is paused. That's what it's telling me. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to outsmart technology. <laughs> it's called the whiteboard. Boom. You see the whiteboard. <laughs> yes. All right. So. How do I get past the no's? So there are a couple of things that we could do. Number one, understand that that no is, they're saying no to an idea. 
They're saying no. They're not saying no to me. They're saying no to an idea. The second thing to understand is I have to sell to their motivation, right? I got. I, I have to sell to their motivation. Let me give you an, an example of uh, what it means when I mean when I say uh, sell to their motivation. So for sale by owners, as an example, I, I love working with for sale by owners. And one of the reasons why I like working with for sale by owners because they don't think they need us, right? They and for sale by owners, uh, I, 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 I don't need you. I'm selling on my own. I want to save the commission, right? That's probably the number one reason that a for sale by owner, he or she decides to sell on their own is because they want to save the commission. I'm like, cool. I want you to save the commission. What? Yeah. Because I, I don't want them to think that I'm fighting them about something that they already decided to do. You ever try to change someone's mind and they're set on doing something? You ever had that conversation with the person? Whether it's a family member or friend, they got their mindset and no amount of convincing from you is going to change their mind. And if we're not careful, we'll go down the path of becoming argumentative or controlling. I don't ever want to be in that position. So they're not saying no to me. They're saying no to an idea, a proposal, a suggestion that I'm making. The second thing is I want to sell to them the motivation. So, for example, the for sale by owner, I know your motivation is to attract a buyer and sell on your own, right? So when I call you, I'm saying, hey, I'm calling about the house on one, two, three, any street. And here's how you sell to their uh, their motivation. Is it available? Right? Now, you imagine this, Brittany, you're for sale by owner. I call you and I say, hey, I'm calling about the house on one, two, three, any street. And you don't know I'm a realtor. What are you thinking? What's your first thought of who I am when I call you? Who do you think I am when I call you? A buyer. A buyer. That's their motivation. So why would I open up the conversation with Hi, I'm Rich from ABC Realtor. Are you interested in listing with? No. How do you sell to their motivation? Hi, number one, is it available? They psychologically, they're lowering their guard because they think I'm a buyer. They want to talk to buyer, right? They're motivated to attract buyer. So I want to sell to their motivation. Is it available? Yes, it is. Here's the next thing I'm going to do. I'm telling you, this has 85% success rate, but for sale by owner, I say, how soon can I see it? How soon can I see it? How soon can I see it? You know what happens next? They start flipping through their calendar. They say, okay, how about tomorrow, two o'clock? Boom, I set the appointment. Now, Maryland Real Estate Commission and DC also say that as a licensed realtor, we have to acknowledge that we are a licensed professional, right? So I want to make sure I'm in compliance. I say, by the way, I work with a team of realtors that may have a buyer, something to that effect. You know, I, I that's the by the way. And they may still say, oh, oh no, I'm not interested in it. Oh, I, that's great. I perfectly understand it. You know, if, if I brought you a qualified buyer, would you be interested, right? If I brought you a buyer, right? I want to be able to talk about your house to my pool of potential buyers. Are you okay with that? They're going to say yes. Then I go over. I set the appointment. I be true to my word. I don't try to show a listing appointment. I don't try to convince them. I walk through the house. I make notation about the house, ask them a few questions, and I leave. Here's what. Here's where we separate ourselves from 100 million other agents. I'm being, I'm being facetious when I say 100 million. You and I now will go back to our prospecting plan and we're going to say once a week, I'm going to reach out to that for sale by owner. 
If this is making sense, drop a two in the chat. If this is making sense, drop a two in the chat. I'll make sure that we are on the right path with this. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's how we do it. So, so now when I call, right, when I make the phone call and I'm talking to that for sale by owner, I'm talking to that buyer, I'm coming from a place of, I want to add value. I'm not calling to list your house because you've got a hundred other phone calls today about listing your house. That's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to help you sell your house. Right? That's how I'm approaching it. So this, this um, mini boot camp, you know, I'm just taking sections uh, from training that I've done over the years. And I put it together and, and Shami is a good friend. I said, so Shami, I'll just carve out four weeks, about 30 minutes to share some of the things to help the team that you're connected to um, win in, in real estate. Any questions before we wrap this thing up today? Any questions for me? Um, so going back to prospecting, because I know I missed last week. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some good things to focus on just starting out? Um, what's your, um, you prefer to work with buyers or sellers? Sellers. So I am, I am going to focus on, um, finding out the motivation of sellers. So, and, 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 you know, the market, I, I'm not sure how the market is in your area, but because of interest rates, buyers are get a little scared, right? Interest rates are going up. Buyers are a little reluctant. Um, if if there's a there's a appreciation going on, I mean, houses are selling up more and more. I got a friend that sold his house in Bowie. He sold it last year. Um, he bought it three years ago. Um, spend about I think seven hundred thirty thousand dollars for what it was all said and done sold it for $950,000 in two and a half, three years. That's a lot of equity in three years, right? You're talking about a quarter million dollars. So sellers have a tendency to be a little bit more confident that, okay, I'm gonna get what I want. So I'm focusing in on sellers and the message isn't, I, my message isn't, I wanna list your house. My message is, let's sell your house at maximum market price. So my campaign, my marketing, my conversation, hey, this is Rich from ABC Realtor. Um, I'm just calling you to think, you know, the market is 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 appreciating sellers are getting, are you, you're, would you be interested in seeing how potentially you can get maximum market price for your house? Maximum market price, maximum market price. That That's the, ling, the lingo, the conversation that I'm having. Uh, and then the, the other thing I did was I go, I call expired listings. When a house expired, I, 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 I do what other agents don't. I go knock on the door. Other agents are making a phone call. They're sending an email. Hey, this is Rich from ABC Realty. I, I saw that you had a house. Your house was on the market and, and, and it didn't sell. I'm just curious. Are you still interested in selling it at maximum market price? You see what I'm doing? Right. I'm having a conversation based upon the seller's motivation. Are you still interested in selling your house at maximum market price? They say yes. Okay, great. And then I'm going to be consulted. I'm going to say, okay, so tell me about your experience. What do you think? You know, I'm going to analyze. I'm going to ask questions. What was your experience with previous realtor? What do you think they could have done differently? 
They're going to tell you what do you think they could have done differently. They're going to say, boom, boom, boom. I'm going to write those things down for the star next to it. Because when I start sh sharing my value proposition, I'm going to make sure I touch those three things that the previous realtor didn't do. Right? Right. So that, that's the message. I'm talking to everybody. Maximum, if you're interested, I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm making little videos. You want to sell at maximum market price, call me. You want to sell at maximum market price, call me. You want to sell at maximum market price, call me. Did I answer your question? Yes. Okay, cool. Anyone else? So listen, so I'm this decision is totally up to Miss Shamia. She has a hundred dollar gift card. She has a hundred dollar gift card. And that and, and here's how she makes the decision, but I look at the volume. So here's what I'm I'm, I'm encouraging you to do. Over the past four weeks. I, I want you to email me and everyone should have my email address because I've probably been flooding your email, your inbox <laughs> with emails. So here's to get that $100 gift card, $100 cash that Shamia has, um, email me what your activity the past three or four weeks. Like for example, if you went on, you sign a buyer's agreement and a buyer's looking to purchase in the four to 500,000, I see that, you know, you sign three or four buyer's agreement. Here's a, here's a total volume of the buyer's agreement. In other words, the price range are looking to buy in, you know, so if you sign a buyer's agreement with three buyers and they're looking to purchase 500,000, so three buyer's agreement, volume, potential volume, 1.5 million. You sign three listing agreements, list prices, 500,000, 600,000, 700,000, what that total volume is, right? You set three appointments every week for the past three weeks. So that's nine listing appointments or 10. You follow what I'm saying? So let me get that information because what we want to do and what Shamia's heart is in, Shamia is, is passionate about helping you succeed and she loves to reward behavior that's moving in a direction of success. Now, the other thing I look at is how many referrals did you give to Shamia over the past three weeks? Because she's the one that's sponsoring this. I'm gonna make sure... Uh, and she wouldn't say this. I'm saying that she's not on this. She, so I can talk about her. You know, she's really good. I don't know if any of you are currently working with her or not. Um, I've known Shamia and George. Actually, I've known them before they got married. <laughs> That's how long I know them, right? Um, she's passionate about helping people succeed and, and providing quality support. So she's really good to work with. So those. that's it. So how many buyers agreements and or volume potential sales? How many listing agreements signed a potential volume? And the referral sent to Shamil over the past four weeks. Email that to me um, by the end of business on Monday. And I'm going to send an email out to everyone to capture that. And based upon that, produce that that number. Shamia then chooses the person to send um, the gift card to. And I'm going to send you a book. I got a book uh, on Amazon. It's called uh, The Side Hustle, right? How to Scale Up a Business, How to Work a Full-Time Job and Scale a Business. And that's primarily for realtors that are working full-time, got one, or you could take the principles and scale your business up. Cause I'm telling you, your business can scale up in 90 days. I've done it more than once in multiple areas. You scale your business up. You just gotta be focused about it. All right. You can catch me on Instagram. On Instagram, we got a podcast show. It's called a Motive 8 podcast show. Um, Instagram, YouTube, Motivate podcast show. Facebook is Momentum, Momentum 100. Uh, or you can just email me at rich at momentumconsultingservice.com. We'll get back to you. 
It has been my pleasure, my honor to provide this information. Hopefully this information to help take your business to the next level. Feel free to reach out to me. Thank you for your time. Have an awesome day and continue to dominate the market. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for logging on.